into sports. 20 yards out, Ursa shoot, don't shoot! Oh, oh what a goal for Fabinho! Wow! Then get into the all new OTB Sports app. I think when he apologises to me, I probably will say hello to him, yeah. No. Videos, sports news, live scores, interviews. If Abregas is going to come up to me in the street and give me some of a mouth that he would have given me on a football pitch, what are you doing? Get a slap. Plus, exclusive content on the OTB Podcast Network. The biggest names in sports. Ready when you are. Search OTB Sports on your app store and download it now. Football on Off The Ball. With Paddy Power. Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See Dunleary.net. All right, you're welcome back. It is Thursdays off the ball. Nathan with you until 10 o'clock. We're coming up to half past seven. So as always, it's time to talk to John Giles. Evening, John. Evening, Nathan. You got through the birthday weekend all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> got I enjoyed, I enjoyed it last week. I thought it was very good. The lads, the lads gave me a great, uh, great send-off, I must say. Yeah, no, we had a, a great night and we had a great reaction as well. And uh, any amount of well wishes and happy birthdays coming through to you as well from the listeners, so I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, the football is back. Ireland are playing tonight up against England. Uh, kicks off at 8 o'clock, so just over half an hour away now. Uh, yeah. The new team is in, and the news from an Irish point of view is not good once again. Seamus Coleman, it seems, have picked up some sort of a recurrence of probably the hamstring injury in training last night, so he's out. Yeah. So the Irish team yeah. is Randolph in goals, a back four of Christie, Duffy, Egan and Doherty. It'll be Hendrick, Brown and Howerhan in midfield and a front three of Odauda, Ida and Horgan. Stephen Kenny must feel like he's a pretty unlucky general right now with the amount of injuries he's picked up throughout the last two, three months. Yeah. Well, well Coleman's a big loss, mm. uh, Nathan. And uh, are, are, are some of the other defenders injured as well? Yeah, and the Stevens was ruled out. He's also without Aaron Connolly, Callum Robinson, James McCarthy pulled out of the squad as well today. Mm. So that's five yeah, players who may have started. May have started, yeah. It's not good news. It's, luckily enough, it's a friendly match, mm. uh, Nathan, as we know. Uh, a big, big match at Wembley for for, for the lads. Uh, it, it's going to be a tough night, I would imagine. A tough night. I know England will. I, I don't know the England team. I think suppose they put put a few uh, relatively new players in as well. But uh, I think it'll be a tough night for our lads tonight. Yeah, it's a busy Fingers week. Crossed. And- Fingers crossed, Nathan. Mm. You know. It's obviously a busy week and this is the friendly and there's competitive games in the Nations League to come against Wales and Bulgaria mm. and we've reflected on the results already and the lack of goals and, and the lack of results under Stephen Kenny so far. He needs something, you feel, though. He needs to get a little bit of momentum some, from somewhere over the next month or next week. Well, he needs a good performance, mm. Nathan. You know, I mean, a win, a win would be a, a great boost. But playing well would be the most important thing, to, most important thing tonight. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fancy him to win at all. I think England would be st- too strong for us. But a good performance, a good professional performance would be a step in the right direction anyway. We'll talk more about that and we'll talk more next Thursday night about the three games and we'll have a good sense then of exactly where yeah. Ireland are now under Stephen Kenny. Uh, just looking back on the week that's gone, Liverpool-Manchester City was the big game of the Premier League season so far. For an hour, it was brilliant. It was high tempo, it was all action and then it just seemed to fade out. And we've seen this week Joe Gomez is out with a potential long-term injury for Liverpool. All these games, do you feel they're catching up on the players? I, I, I think it's bound to happen, Nathan. I can't see uh, where, you know, these are fit players, obviously. Mm. And it's, but if you're playing the amount of matches they played in, and don't forget, they had a very, very small uh, break between the, the, the end of last season 
and the start of this season. I think it was about three weeks or something like that. Yeah. And as we know, with the, with the virus, we know that's what happened. Uh, that to pack all the games in that they did towards the end of the season, what we regard as last season, was unbelievable. And then to start off again after three weeks, I, I don't think it can be done without having muscular injuries particularly, Nathan. I think it's impossible uh, to, to go. When people say, oh, they're professional footballers. And but professional footballers are human beings, and they can only do, you can only do so much. And mm. I wouldn't be surprised if we have a lot more injuries, Nathan. Muscular injuries, hamstrings and calf muscles. I'd be amazed that we don't, to be quite honest. Yeah, well, I think we're already seeing it. Uh, when you were playing, you would often talk about the Christmas schedule and you would play an insane amount of games over Christmas. Yeah. Was, was this ever an issue, did you find, where the body just couldn't cope with the amount of football you were been asked to play? Well, funny enough, uh, Nathan, I, 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 well, I, I personally, on my personal feeling, I, didn't fit, I hardly got injured at any of the matches right. uh, over, the, over the years. There was three at, at uh, Christmas and three at Easter, Easter time. But you'll find that we had breaks in between, Nathan. You know, so you had, although we did that and it was a one-off, you'd find that from that match there'd be a week's break to the next matches. There weren't as many international matches. Uh, in those days, you didn't have the, 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 the what's now the, the Caribou, is it? Caribou Cup. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Cup, you didn't yeah. have as many international matches. Uh, now we have the Nations Cup in the summer. So the players are, are playing a lot more matches and I played in, 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 in my, my players in my time actually played a lot more but the, the three off was, was, was a one off do you know what I mean yeah. like it was Christmas and you had a break in between but then you had a good rest in between after that to get going again I mean the lads are playing now they're playing on you know Saturday Monday or Tuesday and back again and that Saturday morning and all that haven't had little or no rest or season break. You know, we used to have, in those days, a lot, lot longer than now, you could have six or seven weeks break in the summer, or eight weeks at that particular time. You don't, players are not having that, especially this summer. Uh, well, three weeks, I think, Nathan, was it, at the most? Three weeks break. Yeah, before, before they were, we're back, back in pre-season. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly you that. Like, I don't know if anything can be done about it, because, well, money talks more but, than ever at the moment, yeah. and UEFA want their money, FIFA want their money, the Premier League want their money, the FA want their money, and they get that, they need to have these matches, they need to have yeah. them on television. But is it, yeah. is it going to problem, affect... Though, Nathan. That's the problem, you know, like, it, 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 there's an awful lot of greed attached to these, mm. these uh, amount of matches. I mean, for, for example, uh, the Caribou Cup, could, why, why, not, why not cancel that? And they had, and they, as we know, the Nations Cup, is it? They, they, they created a competition uh, when we were having a break. The only thing the, the players that had a break was between the, the European Nations, sorry, the European uh, uh, Cup and uh, the World Cup. Yeah. Sorry, the, 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 the European Championships. Uh, and, and, the, and now they created another competition in between, the Nations Cup, and they're playing them this week. That should have been cancelled. There's just far too much is being played, and it's greed from the associations. Because they don't pay the players, don't forget. It's the clubs mm. that pay the players. And they're paying the price for it. Not the internationals uh, 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 are paying the price. Well, you have this. internationals all over the world now. You know, mm. They're going to have the South American. So teams from the... And it's always the top players who are playing the most league matches and cup matches that will play the most international matches. And it's not right. It's just not on. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Even tonight's game between England and the Republic of Ireland makes no sense. Neither country particularly wants to play it, but the television 
money means that there has to be a game tonight, so the game has to go ahead. Is it going to affect the quality of football we see? Because you do look at that Liverpool-Manchester City game and it was so good when both teams were at full intensity. But it just felt as though they couldn't keep it up for the full 90 minutes. Are well, we going to see more of that? Oh, definitely, Nathan. You know, football is a human being. They're highly trained lads. But they're not trained in a normal season mm. to be playing the amount of matches they're playing after having such a short break. I've never known such a short break in, 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 in football with the, with the three-week thing. Obviously, the season, last season, had to carry on very, as late as it did. And then the players have a short rest and they're back into it again. You can't do it, Nathan. You know, like I, I know when, when I played, I was wait for, couldn't wait for the season to finish to, to have a break. Right. And in those days, we got six or seven weeks. But so you, you needed that. Yeah, you, you, fe- you felt that. your body needed it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Because when, we, when you were in the running, like all the top teams, like Leeds were one of the top teams. So we were always in the running for the league or the cup or the European. The European. So we played an awful lot of matches. Not, actually, not as many of the lads are playing today. But we played a lot of matches. Mm. Well, you couldn't wait for the end of the season, uh, Nathan, to have a break. Obviously, if you were in the cup final, you were delighted to be in the cup final or, a, or one of the European Cups. It was great. But you definitely needed the break. Now they're not getting any break. And it's the international associations. They're the real greedy ones, Nathan, mm. because they don't have to pay the players. You know, it's the clubs. They, they can create all the competitions they want. And it's, it's, a, it's a money maker for them. But they, all these players have to go back to their clubs, and it's the clubs that's paying the price for for the amount of matches that's played. It's not you'll, see, you'll see more and more uh, uh, injuries, in my opinion, yeah. especially hamstrings and calf muscles and all, and 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 other serious ones as well. Because the more matches you play, the more chance you have of having a serious injury. It's not clear yet how long Joe Gomez will be out for, but it looks as though it'll be several months at the very least. Virgil van Dijk is out for the rest of the season. Joel Matip has had constant injury problems, though he's back at the moment. Fabinho's out. What does Jurgen Klopp do? Like, he can't sign a player to January. Like, is there another option that they can try at centre-back if, if it's not one of the young lads? Well, that's what he has to do. He's, he's no choice in it. Mm. Uh, now, did you say he can't bring anybody in? And it does happen in football. You know, they went, Liverpool went last season hardly having an injury. And now they've got three or four injuries, particularly to the, to the defenders. That's the way it works. But obviously, the more matches you're going to play, the more injuries you're going to get. That's, that's just a fact. Uh, and Liverpool are, are due to play a lot of matches. They played a lot of matches going into last, at the end of last season. There was no break in the season. What did they get? Three weeks, was it? The teams? Yeah, the lads? before pre-season. Three yeah. weeks. Haven't played, you know, a, 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 a season that they need to pack all the matches in mm. to get the season in. Most unusual uh, circumstances, but definitely the, inter, the international uh, associations haven't helped in any way. I mean, the fact that we're playing tonight in a friendly match, Nathan, is ridiculous, to be quite honest. Yeah. You know, the Nations Cup the thing, that, the one that they created, that should have been cancelled. Definitely. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was very strong on us uh, that Manchester United were forced to play early on Saturday, having been over mm. in Turkey on, on Wednesday. But despite that, they still managed to go and get the victory. And it's a consistent conversation now that every time Manchester United are in trouble and on the verge of a crisis, they manage to dig out a result and 
put together an impressive performance. Which yeah. is the real Manchester United? Is it the side that went and beat Everton? Or is it the side that were beaten in Istanbul and they were beaten by Arsenal the week before? Well, it's, it's a side that's had those results, Nathan. You see, what, what you'll find, it, it, it's called inconsistency. Mm. Like when you see Liverpool last year, Manchester City, when they were winning. The same attitude week in and week out. Now, what I've found with, with teams over the years, probably played in a couple of teams, in doing what Manchester United do, you get a, a, a dreadful result. So now they have to prove that that wasn't a real result. right? Then you get a couple of weeks of that, a quite reasonable performance, and then, then you get another downer. And it's called inconsistency. You want to hear managers talking about, if you want to win the Premiership, you have to be consistent. A consistent effort that brings results week in, week out, week in, week out. What you see with Manchester United is a good, a good performance after a very bad performance. Mm. So that's the players making up for the bad performance, right? But then they have another good performance, Nathan. And the, bad performance, the previous bad performance is forgotten. So they go into another one. It's, it's called inconsistency. You know, we hear all the teams talking about, if you want to win the, the Premiership, yeah. you have to be consistent. And it's usually consistent, a consistency of effort. Because all teams are not going to play well week in and week out. But so, the effort can be there so week that, in is, and week is, out. Is it that? Is it, is it effort? Is it attitude that the problem yes. is with the Manchester United players? Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Does I mean, the Solskjaer might not be helping if, if he's picking, you know, we're making a lot of changes with it, which, which teams do. Oh, what's his best team? What's he going to do? You know, is he going to play Pogba? Is he not going to play Pogba? You know, this, all this, this, that uncertainty shouldn't be there. Again, if you look at Liverpool, a perfect example last year, there was no uncertainty with them at all. It was virtually the same team week in and week out with Liverpool, and certainly the same effort week in and week out. You don't win it unless you have the consistency. It's down to effort, the same effort in every match you play. And that's why Manchester United were so great in their day, but particularly with Keane. Keane's effort week in, week out, week in, week out. You hear him on the television. The first thing he talks about is effort, because that's what he did himself, and that's what made him a great player. But it also drove Manchester United to be consistent. In other words, you play Arsenal when their time, top of the league, you knew you had to do your stuff. The following week, you're playing Burnley, might be bottom of the league. It's the same effort. But you find with Manchester United against some of the top, well, some of the top teams, or one week to play great, the following week you wouldn't know them as the same team. Yeah, that's 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 just that's just effort and consistency of performance. Well, well, on that then, because we didn't have a chance last week to talk about Manchester United against Arsenal and the analysis around that. You might remember Roy Keane was on it. He was on about yeah. attitude and motivation and how it's not yeah. a manager's job to motivate yeah. players. Well, it is, but but anyway, go on. No, well, that, that, saying, that's, the que- that's the question, because obviously Roy Keane was so self-motivated, he didn't need it. But Exactly. But, but mm. you see, Roy is very, very good on the telly, but, but when, 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 when I listen to Roy talking on the telly, it's usually about what he did himself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if he's analysing a player, he'll always start at what he did himself, quite rightly, because what made Keane a great player was his effort week in and week out, week in, week out, week in, out, and he'd drive the others on. That's what he, that's what he talks about, quite rightly. You know, sorry, Nathan, I interrupted you. Yeah, there. no, no, that's exactly what it was. Is that does a different Manchester United manager? So the speculation around Pochettino has started up again around Manchester mm-hmm. United. Does a different manager get a different attitude out of those players? Or actually, when you look at that group, is there just an issue that no manager can solve? Well, I, I, well, first things first. If a manager is not really uh, 
positive about getting the consistency from the players. Whatever those players might be, shouldn't be in the club. That's your starting point. They right. should be out. They should be out. And I'm talking about Pogba in particular. Mm. Pogba still, we're still talking about Pogba on his day, when he's in the mood. That, that, you don't win things with those guys. You know, Keane wouldn't have lived with, with, with Pogba. You know, he, he was driving himself on. He was driving everybody else on. That's why he was such an important member. And I keep going back to him because he was the ideal man to talk about in having the right attitude week in and week out. Right? But if you look at Liverpool last year when they won the league, look at all those players, Nathan. You couldn't name me one player that people talked about like Pogba. Whether it be Henderson, Salah, Mane, all these players, all season, the two mm. fullbacks, Sam Van Dijk. You think, I can't remember a match that you could say, no, oh, Liverpool are two matches. They, they were great the other day, but they weren't so good the next day. There was a consistency about them. And that's what I said. I mean, well, I wasn't joking when I said, I don't think Klopp would take Pogba for nothing. Right. He wouldn't have him in the place. Just wouldn't have him. It wouldn't allow. It wouldn't allow it to happen. And that's what Manchester. You go back to Manchester United you know, in the Ferguson. Could you name any player that played on on his day? That, you know, or he turned it on on, the, on his day. Scholes, Beckham, Giggs, Keane, Neville. All these players. These these all became terrific, great players because of the consistency. Not week in and week out. Year in and year out. Mm. Nathan. That's what they did. I was very lucky to play in a team with Leeds. Year in, year out, people say, oh, you should have won more than you did. But we were there every year for 10 years because of the attitude. And your attitude has to be better. Going to the likes of Burnley, who were just an ordinary team, than going to what Arsenal would be one of our nearest, or Liverpool. Because when you're playing Liverpool and these big teams on the day, you're already up for it. Mm. You know, because you're nervous. But when you have got to Burnley, a place that you expect, or teams you're expected to, to, to beat, they're usually the hardest. Because you have to get yourself up for those matches. And that's what Manchester United did in their great days. That's what Liverpool did in their great days. You know, when you had, you had to get Dalglish and Hansen, Souness, all these great players. That's what made them great players and great teams and win things year in and year out. But Manchester United, you have two good performances. Two bad performances. Yeah. And it can't just be one player, though. As much as Pogba has been a huge disappointment and is probably the most inconsistent, and all right, they spent an incredible amount of money. Like, there's players throughout that team, throughout that squad, who one week yep. look like yeah, world beaters, them? one Nathan, week don't turn up. Who got them there? Nathan, who got them there? Mm. Well, That's, a variety you know of different I mean? managers. Hmm? A variety of different managers brought them in. Yeah, and, and, and Skullshire, Skullshire has got quite, I mean, he's been there whatever as long as he's been there. Uh, and many did he bring in himself. But then once you get them in, then you have to do the business on them. Mm. And that hasn't happened at Manchester United. It just hasn't happened. Well, does Solskjaer then, because he hasn't made a huge amount of signings and we haven't seen much of Donny van der Beek, but he did bring in Bruno Fernandes, who does look like a player who has a bit of character about him. Yeah, he's a very, very good player. In the position that he plays, Nathan. Mm. But you'd, you'd have to, you'd have to, and I wonder: does has, is Solskjaer responsible for bringing these players in? Right, that's the first thing. I don't know. I doubt it. But when he brings them in, he has to have the authority to to get from them what they should be given. It's like when Ferguson brought in players, or any yeah. Klopp brings in players, he demands it of them. Doesn't matter who they are. I know that's not happened. If you look at the inconsistency at Manchester United, 
I mean, it, it just it just doesn't happen in the top clubs. Consistency of performance week in, week out. Klopp demands it. Mm. You know, Ferguson demanded it in a big way. So did Liverpool in their great days. If you look at all the characters that played for Liverpool, you couldn't say, say for Suness playing, oh, uh, on, the, on, on his day, he's great. Yeah, or yeah. he's in the mood, he's great. Every day. I, I, you can, I can't name one player that played for Manchester United when Scholes and Keane and all these lads were playing, where they had one player that you could say, well, on his day, he's great. None of them. Yeah. None of them. All the great teams have fellas, week in, week out, attitude, attitude, attitude. And that doesn't happen at Manchester United. To get a bad defeat, now they have to make up. Now they have a good two good performances and they're slacking off again. Yeah. We've had um, that's 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 the, the, the case. Ultimately, though, ultimately, Nathan, in my opinion, it has to go down to the manager. Yeah, it has to. Before we finish up, John, uh, we had a few messages in over the last couple of weeks about your trip to the 1970 World Cup. This came up a couple of weeks ago, just as we were finishing the program. Uh, you mentioned yeah. how you were there for the final. Brazil's well, some would say one of the greatest team performances has ever been when they beat Italy in the final, and uh, yeah. how you ended up going there. Tell us a bit more then about. Your trip to the 1970 World Cup. Yeah, I think a magazine uh, was, uh, it was sponsored by a big firm, and I can't remember what the magazine was or the firm, Nathan. And they ran a competition for people to write in uh, the, the, the goalkeeper that they would send uh, to Mexico. Right. Right, on holiday. So uh, they, they had all, all, obviously supporters from all different clubs writing in who they would, who they would pick in that particular team. And if their name came out in a draw, right, they could go with the, with the say with the goalkeeper they picked. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like at that time, it was Gary Sprake, right, who actually was picked in the team. Right. So you can't so have been happy been, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say I won't say any more at the moment. <laughs> but but in other words, if, if you if you go in to pick Gary team and that uh, on the obviously lots of other people would. Would, would write in. But mm. if your name was picked out, you were on the tour with Gary Sprake. Right. Right. So, so it, went through the, it went through the team. Like, I was picked. Billy Bremner was picked uh, before me, actually. And his wife didn't want to go. So he said to me, do you want to come? Wee man. He called me wee man. I said, oh, yeah, it'd be a good trip. As it happened, I was picked myself. Right. right? So <laughs> Either way, you were, going, was, you were going as either Billy Bremner's plus one initially, and yes. then you got in. Yes, and I, got, and I got picked myself. So that was that was the, the, the build-up to it, to go to Mexico for the two weeks. Uh, I think it was two weeks, three, maybe three weeks, uh, Nathan. So that was the start of it. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you the team. Do you want the team? Yeah, go on, went? go through the team there okay. then. Okay. Uh, Gary Sprague and goal. Yeah. Chris Roller from Liverpool. Terry Hennessy from Notts Forest. John Gregg from Rangers. And Peter Rodriguez from, I think it was either Southampton or Leicester at that time. And then there was Billy Bremner and myself and Bobby Hope, who played for us uh, for uh, West Brom. Uh, and up front, uh, we had uh, Jimmy Greenoff, who, played, who had been at Leeds and was at Stoke. Colin Steen, who had played, uh, in, I think, at Rangers and also at Coventry. Uh, and a lad called Hugh Curran, who played for Wolves. Actually, he came from Dublin originally, I think, from his right. Scottish, Scottish parents, to Manchester United. I think he might have came along with Eamon Dunphy and he, he didn't make it. I think he went back home and then came over to an English club and then was transferred to uh, Wolves and he scored a lot of goals at Wolves and, and he, was play, he was picked for the Scottish team. And were you so there, was, John, 
on a junket, on the lash, on a holiday, or were, did you have to play a game uh, no, yeah, while you yeah. were there? Well, whatever, whatever way you want to describe it. <laughs> All of those been things. A holiday or a junket. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we weren't there to do anything, uh, right. Nathan. So it was, it was a terrific trip. Now, they did it really well. We were based in Guadalajara, where England were playing. Uh, and uh, we then moved to, to Mexico City for the finals. Yeah. Uh, and, and when you're in Guadal- a, Guadalajara, then... We got to in Acapulco. Right. So it was yeah, quite a trip. Yeah, it was good. Good trip, yeah. And when you're where England are, like, that's an England squad that has... Big Jack is in the England squad. Norman Hunter is there. Are yeah. you hanging around with the England squad, or are you trying to no, keep yourselves no, to yourselves, or...? Uh, no, mostly to ourselves, because they were playing. Uh, but we, we went out one one evening to to see them because I knew I knew as you say I knew a few with, with mm. Norman and Jack and Nobby, Nobby was in Nobby was in the squad as well, and, and Billy knew a few of the uh, a few of the lads. So so they, they were having a night off, so we had a drink with them. But but th- that was all. I mean, the rest of the time we were we were out of the way. But we could play golf there, and that. Right. And, and it showed that there was a sad sad element to it, in my opinion, uh, because. One of the lads that was over there on another, actually doing a little bit of work for a company, Roger Hunt. Yeah. And the company he was working for went bust. Right. This is the former Liverpool player, Roger Hunt. Yeah. Well, he'd been a star in the 66 mm. World Cup. I mean, yeah. that shows you what football like. He didn't get an invitation or anything. And uh, uh, Roger was stuck then. But luckily enough, we were there. So he could come down to our hotel and have his meals and that. You know, because they, they thought he was just one of our lads. Wow. But poor old Roger, and he was a great lad, a, 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 a real, real gent. You know, and Roger was a terrific lad. But that's that was that's from being a World Cup winner in '66 to '70. Yeah. He he was on this uh, thing, as it, and the Bloom, the Blooming uh, Company went bust on him. But he played golf for us. We could get uh, when we we used to go at the golf club there, uh, Nathan, and they thought we were part of the English setup. Right, so <laughs> they treat you so well. They used to let us on, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they found out, they found out, and then kicked us off. John, uh, we're out of time. I feel like we're going to come back to this trip quite a few times okay. over the next while. Yeah, yeah I feel like there's, there's lots of stories in it. Yes, yeah, there's a few bit of laughs. Yeah. All right, yeah. John, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Nathan. Take it easy, John Giles. There, uh, more football to come on the football show. Ireland against England gets underway in ten minutes. Damien Delaney will join us after nine o'clock. Football on off the ball with Paddy Power, fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See dunlewy.net.